Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is the Pat and Rose Show. As always, we're very, very stoked to be here with you today. Get to spend uh, about the next hour just kind of chit-chatting in your ear. And today, um, I'm going to tee it up because this was a personal, I got a horse in the race. I recently started uh, interacting with the Masters on the private Facebook group of the CrossFit Games. A conversation began that CrossFit was unapproachable, especially to older populations. I disagreed. A bunch of people reached out when we put out some new information, and Norma Maxwell of uh, CrossFit Fargo in Fargo, North Dakota, was one of those people. First of all, during that whole diatribe, you never said hello to me, and I found it very hurtful. I was just Welcome. sitting here in silence. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> yes, we do have a great, a great show about the Masters. You neglected to say, Rory, of course, that you know, it has a focus on Masters, let me say that. that you are, of course, a Master. You're north of 45 years old. Two strikes. Two I am a Master uh, as well. Norma was a Master. It's a very, you know, a whole bunch of people can relate to this, and business owners this is just a segment of society that you need to focus on if you're not. Um, and Norma had a whole bunch of just very interesting information. And Rope, before you do some fancy kind of lead into the show, why don't you let people know that uh, you, you, might, you might turn into Spider-Man. You had a bite from a little insect today, didn't you? God, I'm stressing, man. By the time this episode goes up, you guys are going to know, like, this could be this could be my uh, this could be my farewell from beyond the grave. I got bit by a tick, and um, literally, I've got like a bruise on my shoulder, and I'm stressed out the entire time. Norma, I'm sorry. There was a piece of me that was not listening to you because <laughs> back in my mind, I was thinking about what Lyme disease is and was, how it's going to affect me. It was venom coursing through your veins. <laughs> check on check back with you guys and let you know if I start talking crazy talk or I go off the rails because I have Lyme disease. That'll be. That'll forever be what I uh, get your finger out of my face. And one more thing before you, you do your fancy uh, intro is we've neglected to say this the last few intros. I apologize to everybody. We have an email address. It's patandrowshow at crossfit.com. If you have input, ideas, guest ideas, topics that we should cover, please send an email. We read everything that goes into that inbox. And also, you know, get your butt onto iTunes. Give us a rating or a review. Or both. Or both. <laughs> and an email. <laughs> so uh, the conversation, again, we're how, whether you're 17 and a fire breather or you're 65 and you've got uh, issues that you're dealing with and pains and aches, uh, it's difficult to sell CrossFit to your friends from time to time. They, they've heard things about it. They're afraid of it, whatever the case may be. Uh, one of the ways that CrossFit Fargo is trying to bridge that gap is with their Actify 40 Plus program. That's what Norma told me about on Facebook. That's why we brought her on the show. She's got a lot of good insights from, A, somebody who found CrossFit for the first time at 48 years old, walking through the doors on accident, um, to now being a few months deep into the program and letting us know how it's geared, what it's what it's supposed to do, and uh, how what kind of success they've had so far since this last November. Yeah, Norma was good to go. She's a wealth of knowledge. She's passionate. She cares. So... I hope everybody enjoys our conversation with Norma Maxwell. There she is. Well, hello. Hey. Hi, guys. How are you? How are you doing? Good. How are you? Doing well. Nice to meet you over the internet. Nice to meet you, too. I'm glad you found me. No worries. <laughs> no problem at all. So the... Uh... The slam dunks that we do with these later on, we'll do a little intro, but right now we, we pretty much just jump right into it. So, Norma Maxwell, welcome to the Pat and Rose Show. Thanks for being here. 
Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Um, I, I think the first thing we got to do is uh, kind of clarify who you are and how you fit in with the uh, CrossFit Fargo family. Okay, well, um, my name is Norma, as you already covered, and I'm a CrossFit Level 1 coach uh, at CrossFit Fargo. Okay. Um, before that, I taught yoga there for the athletes, and I still do. Um, and before that, I was a member, and I still am. Oh, all right. Yeah. I think so I think it, you. I think you need to get them to update their webpage. I don't think you're listed on there. I'm not listed on there. We need to get updated. I know. That's why I was like, who is this normal person that's representing CrossFit Fargo? So, all right, now that clarifies that. You can find me on the Facebook page, I think. Okay, fair enough. Well, and actually, that that's a perfect segue because that's where you and I first established contact. Is the uh, Masters group for the CrossFit Games. And the conversation was, essentially someone had said, we, we um, and if anybody is a Masters um, athlete or over the age of 35 CrossFitter who's interested, you should join that group. It's a, it's a private group where Masters can talk about Masters and we cater media directly to you. But the conversation at the time was basically, uh, a gentleman had said, hey, I'm having a really hard time with my friends who are, of, of, uh, who are older, uh, getting them to buy a CrossFit. And, and the funny thing for me when I saw the comment was, that's hard for me at 36 years old. You know, I could, I got plenty of people who say, no, CrossFit's not for me. It's too gnarly. Very true. Um, yeah. But the, you know, the, so it was kind of the, the discussion that was started was perception versus reality. And uh, your unique approach is something that we're going to talk about on today's show. But I'd like to talk about the, the concept first, you know, um, about for master's groups, like um, the perception of CrossFit amongst people who are either deconditioned or, you know, left sports and, and an active lifestyle years and years ago. Um, some of the unique difficulties of trying to encourage those people to step foot into a CrossFit gym. Yeah, I mean, I think I base probably a lot of my perception around that from my own experience. And, yeah. you know, I don't even fit in the former athlete category. I mean, I fit in the former couch potato category. So for me, um, I hadn't even heard of CrossFit. And I was 48 years old when I found it. And the reason I found it is because I was looking for a yoga class. Okay. So it was kind of an accident that there happened to be a yoga sign on the outside of CrossFit Fargo for a yoga class that used to be offered there. And I came walking in and Jessica was there and nobody else was there. And I said, I'm looking for a yoga class. And she <laughs> said, we don't have yoga here anymore. Try just, just lures you in. Yeah, and it's probably for me was best that I hadn't really heard of CrossFit because had I heard of CrossFit just from the media that, you know, that shared most of the time, I probably would have been frightened to try it. Um, but because Jessica is who she is, I thought, hey, I'll give it a try. And I'm not going to say it wasn't difficult. It was very difficult um, at first because I was extremely deconditioned. But, I mean, there's so many uh, variables in CrossFit that just didn't exist for me and other things that I had tried over the years where I had joined gyms or I had tried, you know, I had been doing yoga, I had been doing little things here and there. Nothing had the variables that CrossFit has um, to be able to bring me from that deconditioned state to a state of fitness. Um, and so that, for me, is where... You know, as I began to experience fitness, I began to get very excited about wanting to share that with other people like me who maybe 
had never heard of it, or even if they had heard of it, they would be too intimidated to walk into the gym and find out for themselves because they think that you have to be fit to start. So, so you said you saw the sign or walked in when you were 48. And how old are you now? 51. 51. Okay. So that was about three years ago. Have yeah. you, and you also mentioned that, let's say three years ago, that in general, the media presentation or the perception of how CrossFit was or the level of difficulty or the types of people that did CrossFit were a certain segment of society that you didn't feel you related to. Is that an accurate statement? No, I hadn't really heard of it before actually coming into contact with CrossFit. Gotcha. So subsequent to you know getting involved with CrossFit that I began to watch the videos okay. and become interested and see sort of the media. And do you feel that the media currently is still a little bit of uh, intimidating, so to speak, to to most of the population? Hey, and Norma, you got you got to forgive Pat because I haven't caught him up on that entire thread. Which sort of addressed this, and and uh, Pat, just for for uh, before I let Norma answer, the, in response to that question, we had Kevin Daigle, who's the social media or the uh, YouTube ninja, create a, basically in one place all uh, as many assets as he could find off the cuff of masters directed content that we had created. He made a playlist on YouTube. Sure. Um, okay. And that was one response that we showed. But sorry, Norma, take it away. No, I'm, I'm just here yeah. curious as an affiliate owner out there right now, present, you know, February 2018, you know, people that potentially could walk through your door. How do you see the media or the perception, you know, that we're putting out? You know, is it appealing to a certain segment of society or a wider path than it was a few years ago? I'm definitely wider than a few years ago, and I'm not an affiliate owner, by the way. I'm a coach at an affiliate, <laughs> but just to clarify that. But um, I would say that it's it's gotten increasingly um, wider uh, in terms of people and all, all different ability levels, all different fitness levels, um, you know, adaptability, all, all of that is available now through the Internet. And I don't know that I saw it as much in the earlier, you know, maybe even a year ago or oh, two sure. years ago as I see now. No, I, and I think you're, I think you're right on the money, quite frankly. It's something that even us as a company, we identified as, you know, you've got every walk of life, every body type, every level of condition. And after so many years of, you know, the games and the affiliate growth and putting out content, we felt like we had a pretty good stronghold on the fire breathers. Like if you're going to be an animal and you want to be the fittest person in the world, there's a really good chance you're doing functional fitness at high intensity inside the walls of a CrossFit gym. But potentially, you know, because of all that, it might feel some, some other, make some other folks feel like just you said, I, I have to get in shape before I do it, or I'm scared or I'm nervous, or I don't look like, you know, this Adonis God model or whatnot. And so we have tried very much so to to let you know the CrossFit Health Initiative and all these things, where deconditioned folks, very overweight individuals, people with metabolic derangements, like, hey, our doors are open to you as well, and you shouldn't be intimidated. But what I'm always curious about is, we have initiated that, but sometimes maybe how it's seen by coaches and affiliate owners out there, you know, is isn't on par with how we think the message is being out there. So I was just curious, you're out there and what is the perception now? So to hear that you think the tides have turned a little bit, that that makes me think that we're on the right track. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it depends whether 
So if we're, if we're talking about an older demographic, we may potentially be talking about people who aren't as active on social media mm-hmm. as some of the younger. And so if you go to Netflix and you watch, you know, Fittest on Earth, then then that wouldn't necessarily be the case. So, right. so I think we definitely have room to grow in terms of getting the word out in a broader way to a broader group. Um, yeah. and, and also the practicality of, of CrossFit for, for quality of life. I mean, it's, it is awesome to be inspired by these athletes who are out there doing amazing things. There's no question about it. Um, but for me, when I walked into CrossFit at 48 years old, um, I was just uh, about six months into recovering from an autoimmune disorder that had been left undiagnosed for a number of years. And when it properly got diagnosed, when I was able to start changing my diet and changing my supplementation to help, but I had gotten so advanced in this and it had destroyed my thyroid so much that I needed three naps a day just to get through the day. And I was gaining weight, you know, pretty much steadily, even though I had an extremely clean diet. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so I was getting better, but the missing piece for me that I didn't know was missing was the the fitness modality of CrossFit. Because within one year of CrossFit, my, I mean, I was off my cholesterol medication I had dropped 20 pounds. I was full of energy. I was stronger than I had been since I can ever remember. I always say my 20s, but I don't think I was ever this strong at any time in my life. And then it just keeps growing each year. And now, like now at 51, I'm more excited about the future than at any other time in my life. And, And it's because of my health and my wellness and my fitness the quality of life everywhere else is so much higher. And that's what I want to see more people be able to understand is that is the game changer. And now I'm like, wow, how far can I take this? What can I do? I never would have thought that. All I wanted to do was get through the day without having to take a nap. So <laughs> it, it broadens your like excitement about what's possible in your life. That is so fantastic. And congratulations, um, to say the least. But I wonder, um, first of all, are you comfortable saying the name of what this autoimmune was? Because I think you'd be surprised by how many people might hear this show and be able to associate with it. And, and no is a perfectly acceptable answer, obviously. No, I'm all about sharing it. It's called Hashimoto's. Yeah. Oh, I've heard of it. Okay, cool. So, uh, yes, it's someone that we work with as well. Um, has, uh, so that's a thyroid. It directly affects your thyroid. Mm-hmm. And uh, and a pretty difficult thing to deal with. So congratulations on your success. That's, that's amazing. And so one one thing that in hearing your story, it makes me even more resolute in in my opinion of this. But in the in the Facebook group that we discussed earlier, that was the point that I was trying to get across was no matter how much you show somebody, no matter how many videos that are cool or, or inspirational, or whatever, like nothing that you show anybody who's in close association with you could be more impactful than the story that you just told me, which I'm sure that they got to see over the course of six months. So do you, do you find just that alone, like your own personal walking testimonial gets oh, yeah. people to come to the program? No question about it. No question about it. Okay. And it's very much about word of mouth and relationships and, and people seeing that, holy cow, if she can do this. Maybe I can do this too. I mean, and that's why the CrossFit community 
is so broad. But I just think that the people that are, you know, if you had told me when I, before I ever walked into CrossFit that I would be doing some of the things that I'm doing now, I would have thought you were insane. I would have thought it was utterly impossible. And I mean, and honestly, I just avoided pain most of my life. I really didn't have, like, I I had a good metabolism. I didn't gain weight until I got Hashimoto's. It was not a non-issue. So I didn't have to be athletic to, to, to appear as though I was healthy, Mm -hmm. even though I really Mm -hmm. wasn't. Um, and you know, I, I think that once you start something like CrossFit, it, it's your brain starts to change. You know, if you stick with it through that initial period, you begin to realize that, you know, yes, there's suffering involved, but the payoff is so profoundly worth it that you keep going. And that's when the change continues to come and grow and grow and grow. And that's so exciting. And people don't know that unless they have an athletic fitness kind of background. And I, you know, I don't think that many people do. I think that athletic people are around athletic people. So they think everybody thinks that way. But I would, you know, I didn't know anybody that did anything like what we do my entire life, none of my social circle. And so, you know, when you read the statistics about obesity in America, you have to think it's really not very commonplace. So people wouldn't think, hey, if I do this, my brain's going to change and it's going to get easier. It's not going to be easy at first, but it's going to get easier because I'm going to get stronger Mm -hmm. and I'm going to get healthier. And here's what's what's perfect um, in terms of talking about how you guys have have started to bridge that gap is so, yeah, oftentimes you could could be talking to yourself in uh, in a sense of, of we're already around people who similarly or if you're a previous athlete or you're coming from a different fitness background but this uh you guys at crossfit fargo have developed a a way to reach out to a different population is that a good way to say it or or tell us uh, basically just tell us about the actify program and what its purpose is right so what we've done is we've really on the beginning of this we've created this class that's specifically geared towards 40 plus um you know individuals. So we wanted to to create a class where we could reach out and let people know that they could come in into this CrossFit environment and it doesn't matter what their fitness level is and it doesn't matter, you know, what their age is, that they can come in and we're going to work with them and we're going to help them start from where they're at and gain fitness from that point forward in health and wellness. And that's that's in a nutshell what this uh what this is about, I mean, all of our classes are like that, really, but we just wanted to create one that was like, hey, if you're a little bit older and maybe you're a little bit uh, intimidated about walking into a CrossFit gym, this is for you. You know, the music is going to be different. Uh, the environment's going to be different. And the other people that are there are going to be in the same boat that you are. I've got a question based upon that, just <clears throat> not to play devil's sure. advocate, but just to, just to hit it because this was probably, I hope anyway, some some listeners nodding along with what you're saying and you kind of answered it but you were like you know this class was specifically geared towards 40 plus individuals and so we wanted to say like what exactly does that mean and you mentioned you know potentially some different music but other than that you know people would say well hey isn't one of the cornerstones of crossfit it's infinitely scalable you know Mm -hmm. you you can modify whatever the workout happens to be if it's helen or grace or whatnot 
that the 17-year-old could be doing it with the 60-year-old. We might modify repetitions. Maybe one's doing a hang power clean instead of pulling it from the ground. You're going to use a much reduced loading, whatever it happens to be, that if that's possible in a regular class, outside of the, the music, what is, how would you say, you know, what is the actual really need in this population that, you know, you, you, def you actually had to cater a specific class to that? Yeah, I mean, I think for us, it's, you know, the way we're treating it right now, and we're learning as we go, of course, because this is a new thing for us, but it's about having a longer warm-up period than we would have in a normal class, because, it, you know, if, especially if you're deconditioned and you're getting older, your muscles are getting older, you, you need to have that longer warm-up period. So it's really having some attention to that time, some real intentionality to that time, not just jumping into a wad. Um, it's, it's, you know, being mindful of your class and who's coming and what their fitness level is and kind of structuring the wad to that, taking a little more time to explain through the board, you know, um, what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. Um, initially, the thought was that we would not um, do the Olympic lifts in this class, but we've changed our mind about that. And we've decided that we're going to be teaching Olympic lifts in this class. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, initially, we're just using kettlebells and, and dumbbells and things like that and just modifying every, everything that way. And we can still do that, but we want to make sure that the Olympic lifts are available for people that want to, to learn them and are able to, um, which everyone is able to right. if they want to. Right. So, um, and also because I have a yoga background, we do an extended cool-down mobility session at the end of this class that's a little bit different than our typical class as well. Gotcha. Okay. And you said... You said, um, well, I'm interested to find out how this has changed, like maybe who it's attracted in who might not have otherwise come. But you also said that there are people in your gym who are over the age of 40 who have no interest in it and are basically eating barbells for breakfast still, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a couple. So it's not it's not like if, if you're at CrossFit Fargo, you have to go to the Actify class. This is no, no absolutely this, not. Yeah. No, I, I think that's great. And a big part of your answer right there, uh, I think you were spot on with, which is, it's a, it's my personal opinion, from where CrossFit was when, uh, whatever you know, it's been around for a very long time, but you know how things have changed in the last five, ten, or fifteen years, when people see, you know, some of the media that we were talking about a second ago, they see everything's the games athletes, what the games athletes are doing, which is, the games athletes just don't go into the gym, do Helen, and go home. You know, they do. I'm going to do a heavy lift, then I'm going to do some accessory work, then I'm going to do part A, then I'm going to do part B, and, and little by little that that pervades people's minds as to, oh, well, that must be what CrossFit is now, that must be what we're, what we're going to do, and little by little, there's only so many minutes in an hour or so many hours in a day that, you know, if that's what's getting people through the door, well, the, war the warm-up's going to get squeezed a little bit, that's going to get cut down a little bit, like the time has to, the time has to be given somewhere and maybe if you're young you can get away with that i don't think you should even if you can get away with it. i think it's a very bad idea but definitely as you get older if you are neglecting that warm-up neglecting the time to um, put some extra polish on the technique for whatever you're going to use that time and the cool down as well then i would say you're doing uh, your clients a, a disservice if, if affiliates are doing that. So the fact that, um, you know, that's getting good attention and good focus, I think that's an excellent call. 
Yeah, well, thank you. I do too, you know, I do too. I, I, from experience, I know how much, I, I mean, I'm no spring chicken, so I need to warm up, you know? And so a lot of times I found that I had to go in early so that I would have enough time to warm up. And so what we're just trying to do is make sure that people get into the habit of this and it just becomes a part of the routine. Yeah, I told a story. I, I can't remember. Maybe it was with Jimmy Baker. We did a great interview. The podcast hasn't come out yet. It probably will by the time this comes out with Jimmy Baker, who specifically trains an older population of clients just exclusively. And I'm, you know, I'm not super old. I'm not super young. I'm 42 years old. I've been very bad to my body, so it's it's probably aged a little bit more than it should. And I generally work out in my garage, and I give myself however much time I just need to warm up. If I'm going to deadlift, if I'm going to back squat or whatever it is and i did pop into an affiliate who has a great business shall remain nameless but they had a bunch of stuff they wanted to do in the hour and the first thing they were going to do was uh, a heavy squat it was a front squat that day and normally that would be all i'd do the whole time but there's a couple other parts that we had to do after that so the warm-up was a bit much tighter much more rushed than i would have been because we had to get in at part a b and c and then I found myself under a heavy barbell way faster than I ever would have in my garage under any circumstances. And it's my own fault. You know, I, I could have used less weight, but I, I'm also human. I looked around I'm like, oh, geez, everyone's going pretty heavy. I, I, I'll go for it. All right, whatever. I'm going to try and tweaked my back, tweaked my back. Yeah. The, the very first time I deviated <clears throat> from the protocol, which I know is good for me, and I shortcut that warm up. Uh, bad things happen. So I know we're kind of hammering that into the ground. But um, again, maybe you can get away with it at 22. But at 42, no, that ain't happening. Right. It's so, yeah. And so, so who um, you got? I know it's young ish, right? So November is when the program starts. And as we're talking to you now, it's only February. But have you noticed um, there are people coming in and saying, hey, I was a bit intimidated, never, never really wanted to touch the stuff. But since you guys have this class, I'm I'm going to give it a shot. What like what, what do those people look like? Yeah, definitely. Um, more than more than a few yeah. have said things similar to that. Um, and there's one lady in particular that comes to mind, and she's in her early 70s. And um, she was her daughter is the one who her daughter goes to CrossFit and had been trying to encourage her to come. She wasn't interested and wasn't interested. And then she heard about this class and she thought, okay, I'll go give it a try. Well, she is an absolute regular. She loves class. And she tells me when she leaves, she's like, I always feel like a million bucks when I leave this class. I mean, she's just so excited and she loves it. And I don't know that she would have ever come to the box had it not been that there was just, you know, a, a class structured basically for her where she felt like she could come in and Test the waters a little bit. And you should leave feeling good. That, I mean, that's that's indicative that you're doing things properly. Now, don't get me wrong. It's the second that the workout's over, you might drop to the ground, you know, because you're exhausted from the level of exertion. But five or ten minutes later, when you're getting up and cooling down, if you're still, you know, 15 minutes after the workout's over, feeling like you were hit by a truck and a zombie, something probably isn't correct. And especially with that segment of the population, you want to make sure that they, when they wake up the next day, that they're ambulatory and they can go, you know, they can go walk around by themselves and they can come back to the gym the next day and they're not so over the top sore that they're like, well, I'm not going in today. Right, right. And I mean, and soreness is a big issue for sure. And I mean, she has dealt with soreness and a lot of people have 
how to deal with swords. It kind of goes with the territory, especially in the beginning when you're, you know, you have oh, sure. not been active and you're suddenly asking your body and your brain for that matter to do things that it doesn't really want to do. So, um, but yeah, she, she works hard when she's there and she does great and she shows up and it's just awesome. And is, awesome the, is, is the programming that you do for your Actify 40 plus program, is that just a scale down with regards to loading or repetition range from the normal class workouts or is it utterly and completely different? Well, initially it was utterly and com completely different. And then we decided, so like I said, we're kind of learning as we go through this. And then we decided together, the, the owner and myself, and talking about this class and you know, what, what's going on, what's it like, what's happening, that it would be a better plan to, to riff off of whatever the daily watt is in the gym. Because the idea is that people can have a similar experience to what I had which is where I came into the gym completely deconditioned. Um, by the way, there was no 40 plus class. I just walked into a regular wad and sure. Said, sure. I just don't care. I'm just going to try this and see. Um, but I mean, I think the first time they asked me to run 400 meters, I thought they were trying to kill me. I mean, I just couldn't even barely get through anything. And, um, you know, I mean, I've completely lost my train of thought. So clearly CrossFit hasn't helped my brain that much yet, but where was I going with that? Uh, we were asking if the programming was the same in the daily class and okay. the 40 plus. That's right. So the point is, is that to get them to a point where they have the opportunity to join the regular classes, to get oh, into cool. the regular wads and have their, gotcha. their entire daily schedule. Okay. That, that's cool because that, that was that was a question of mine. Like, is it is is Actify something that you would do for a lifetime? And and I don't think there's any right or wrong answer because I know um, different places have different offerings for for different people in different communities. Like some people have women's only classes, some have teenager only classes. But Actify isn't necessarily a place where athletes are going to continue doing that for the rest of their entire career with CrossFit. One one day you're trying to maybe transition them into a regular group class. I would think so. I would think most people, if they stick with it, that's what they're going to naturally want to do. They're not going to want to stay at a certain level. They're going to want to progress. I mean, that's part of the nature of CrossFit is that you don't stagnate. And also, I think part of the nature of it is that we don't stay comfortable. You know, being uncomfortable and moving outside of that comfort zone is, is part of what makes it what it is and what makes it work. Yeah, I think I would stay there for the different music. I don't want to listen to Eminem at 105 <laughs> decibels during every. I think I'd they stay. In, I think I'd stay there the whole you. time. <laughs> Not an Eminem fan, Pat Sherwood. I, I, uh, I'm flabbergasted. Well, I mean, uh, uh, you know, I, a little bit every now and then, you know, but I mean. Not till my ears bleed every day. Only on those no warm-up front squad days. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I have – this is getting a little bit more hypothetical, but because you're still in what I would – I suppose to be um, maybe an experimental mode because we're only a couple months into it, do you think – it seems like uh, 40 might be not arbitrarily selected. Obviously, you guys thought of it, but would you perhaps decrease the age or would this even be – is this basically the equivalent of what some people do for – and they call elements, or it's just basically a friendly introduction to CrossFit on your way into a general population. And um, again, I'm just basically kind of just poking and, and yeah. exploring the space, but would you guys maybe decrease the age or is there a reason to put an age on it? And if so, 
what 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 is that reason? And and I'm I'm so interested in this subject because I just dipped a toe into the Masters Facebook group, and man, so active, so many opinions, and you know, hopefully they'll react to this episode as well, and and we'll get even more opinions. But um, it was there was so much input on uh, what's appropriate scaling for different age groups. Um, where are those demarcating lines? Are the are the ages that we use for the CrossFit Games Masters uh, the actual lines that we should use, you know, or should it be, you know, 50 to 53 and, and everybody had an opinion. So, um, again, I'm just exploring, but, but what do you think about that? Like, what is the significance for people with the actual, with the age? Is it an ability thing or is it an age thing? Like, is it people identify as I'm older and thus I need this special treatment or I'm deconditioned and therefore I need this treatment? Wow. That's a really good question. I think for us, we originally thought of this as more of a 50, plus class, but we had so many people in the 40s asking, could they come? Are you yeah. going to card me if I want to come to this class? So <laughs> like, no, yeah. So then we just decided let's, let's broaden it a little bit. Um, but to answer your question, and we that could change again too, because we're constantly sure. reevaluating, right. well, what are we doing? Is it working? Is it best? You know, and how can we make it better kind of thing? But, um, but direct to your question, and I've seen those kinds of conversations in a group too. I pay a lot of attention to what goes on in the group. I don't always participate. I'm glad I did this time. Um, but I definitely see conversations like that happening a lot. And what I, my opinion on it is that it's going to vary by individual. It's less about age and more about what that person experienced throughout their life prior to getting to the age that they're at. So, you know, for someone who maybe was raised on a farm and they've been working hard their whole life. Maybe they were never an athlete, but they're coming in, they've got dense bone. They're, you know, they're really primed for something like CrossFit to take their health and, and wellness and their fitness to the next level, right? Whereas somebody who maybe is at the beginning stages of osteoporosis or, um, you know, they've had muscle deterioration for some other reason. There's so many variables, um, you know, and just speaking from an athlete's perspective, I think for me, I get very stuck on that question because I want to, because I like the idea of competing. So for me, I'm like, well, I want it to be humanly possible, but I don't want to like not be able to do the very best that I can do. I want to strive for the ultimate that I can do. So I don't want the, the standards to be changed just because I happen to be 53 by the time I maybe get a chance to do something or 55 mm -hmm. they're lowered so much and it's like I can do way more than that because I've been training really hard for five years and now I don't get to because I'm in the wrong age group do you know what I mean so it's kind of six of one half dozen of the other I'm not sure the best answer to that question yeah yeah and and honestly for me like I, I'm so resolute in the you know like the old uh, well, the original discussion of CrossFit, which is, you know, the needs of an Olympic athlete and your grandparents differ in degree, not kind. I think that like the best coach, actually, I don't think, I know that the best coaches in the world can take a, a group of athletes of which one is in a wheelchair, 175, and one is 25 years old and breathing fire and appropriately scale the exact same workout for all of them appropriately. But when you lay that over a business, like I'm not the one to say what is right or wrong. There's this really fine line between um, catering to everyone's individual needs or kind of like uh, uh, making them feel welcome and comfortable. What's going to, what's just, what's going to get them through the door 
so that they can understand that it actually is for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And then just being able to, you know, differ the degree for people so that they can find success in the measure that's going to work for them and for where they're at. You've chatted a lot about the advantages of the class, you know, what it's the positive benefits is doing for uh, your clients as well. Are there any disadvantages to segregating a certain pop, you know, segment of the population like that? That's another really good question. Um, I think it really, again, it depends on the people. It, it, I think it depends on the people. So for me, I don't want to be in a segregated class. And, I, and part of what I loved about CrossFit from the beginning was the variety of people and the variety of um, fitness levels. I love that. I love the mix. I love everybody to be in the same room. I want to be working out next to the 24-year-old kid and the 36-year-old soccer mom. Right. All of it. One room. I love it. Um, but that's not necessarily the case for everyone. And I think that what this class does is it offers a way in for people. And then they get to peek and see what else is there. And if they want to venture out and experience that, we'll encourage them to do that. You may have already answered this, and I probably missed it. How long has this particular program existed at your gym? Well, we launched it in the middle of November, right before the holiday. <laughs> okay, so it's recent. Very recent. Okay, yeah. what I was, yeah. my next question was going to be, do you have a sense of how many people actually stay in that program and how many actually do migrate to, quote-unquote, regular classes? I think it's early to tell with this particular program. Um, we have we had something similar running last year. Uh, kind of we called we called it um, level one fitness. So it was a level one fitness class, and it was kind of a similar concept, but there was no age attached to it. Um, and with that class, um, people ultimately migrated into the regular classes. And then those that didn't want to ultimately had to because we canceled that class and said it's now a regular lot. And so then we just increased the number of lot times that we had throughout the day because we didn't want people to stay in their comfort zone. We wanted people to be able to experience something a little bit. They used to go in the back, in the back part of the gym and call the main wad area the dark side. Mm -hmm. so, so <laughs> awesome. Just because they thought it was so much harder. Um, but now that they've all kind of moved into the regular classes, they love it. They love it. So. And you've got, obviously, if you have an older, uh, more deconditioned population coming in and participating in these classes, if they're deconditioned, then everything's going to be a bit, a bit of an issue, right? They don't have any engine. They don't have any body weight movement capacity or strength. There's a good chance that if they haven't been active for a large number of years, that their flexibility is so poor that they, you know, reach down to pick something up off the floor, they tear both their hamstrings. You know, oh, also, I'm going to make the broad general... Never let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the broad general assumption that most of them could use some help with their diet. When do you, do you at all address nutrition and when does that work into the conversation? That's another really good question. So I have basically just developed a printout that we hand out at the beginning of class. So anybody new coming into class gets this printout. And it, it basically speaks to supporting your your um, your fitness. 
through lifestyle and nutrition. And so that's, you know, there's a couple of graphics on it that come straight from CrossFit, just have to do, you know, with the nutrition pyramid, have to do with the um, sickness, wellness, fitness continuum, um, just the basics, just give people a little mm -hmm. bit of information. And then through conversation, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it here and there. It's a big deal for us. And so we like to talk about it. Um, but that's really the only formal piece. It's just the handout that we do at the beginning of class. Okay. And then you kind of the let them, I guess, decide the timeline. Yeah. I mean, I find that people ask a lot of questions. So the conversation comes up enough in repetition that, you know, I mean, it might be worthwhile. I mean, we have, we actually have a coach um, on staff that does fitness uh, or I mean, nutrition, um, I guess I want to say coaching, nutrition mm -hmm. coaching. Mm -hmm. And so that's available for people. And so we make sure that people know about that if they want some one-on-one -on -one coaching about their diet and meal planning and things like that. It's definitely available for them. Excellent. In inevitably, uh, just like, just like anything else, like we were saying about your results speak more than any piece of media could ever do. I find that, you know, somebody will start just crushing it and, and a person who is like kind of on par with them prior to that will kind of take notice and they'll be like, hey, well, what's, what's going on with Norma? Why, why, why is she, why is she, you know, finish two minutes before me and be like, ah, you know, I started zoning or started measuring way into measuring my food or whatever. And that kind of uh, is a way that it permeates. I have something that's so far off the rails, it's just going to come out of left field. But I, I meant it, it was the first thing that I thought of as soon as we got in contact. But um, how cold is it there? Wow, it gets so cold here. I was like, that, it would take me, no matter no matter how old you are, it would take like an hour and a half for me to warm up in a place like that. <laughs> there have been times, there was one morning that I got to the gym, like in the morning, and um, the heater wasn't working. And Fantastic. so it was really cold inside the gym. That was a tough day for warm up. That was extra long warm up day. But generally speaking, it's not that bad. And you get used to it. I've lived in North Dakota now. I've lived in Fargo for three and a half, almost four years. I've lived in North Dakota for five, six years now. And okay. I, I, the people are so amazing here that it's just worth it. And so we're, I'm not going to leave. I love it here. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Give, yeah. give, give me a quick number, though. Like, what's, what's the temperature today? Well, like today, it, I think it was nine below today, and I don't know what it is windshield, <laughs> but like nine below. But yesterday, it got up to almost thirty degrees. It was like people were in shorts and tank tops yesterday. That's, crazy. that's one of the days when it's not that bad. It was thirty degrees today. Come on, flip flops. Yeah, but average is oh, around twenty below with the windshield, so it gets pretty. It gets pretty cold. It's just been a weird week. Do you guys run outside for workouts? Yes, we'd love to run outside, and even like on a daily, but not when it's not when the windshield is dangerous or not when it's there's ice on the ground and people could get hurt. But I mean, the second we can get outside and run, we like. To oh, I mean, gyms in California won't do Helen if it's like 38 degrees and sunny. I mean, they will shut it down. So good for you. Well, no, of course we don't go outside when it's dangerous because of windshield. I can't even associate. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, where the wind hurts your face kind of a thing, yeah. Oh, that's... Well, and, and tell me, what, what uh, what's the general state of CrossFit in, in North Dakota? I know, and I know, again, we're kind of, like, deviating a little bit, but, like, do you, do you, are there a lot of gyms? Are there a lot of uh, get-togethers? Do you guys have throwdowns? Is there a big social element to it? I, you know, well, I'm kind of, like, 
out of that demographic. So I think that there's a whole group of kids within the gym that get together and do a lot of social things together that I probably know nothing about and I couldn't tell you. Um, but as far as like the CrossFit community up here, I think there's about four gyms right here in the Fargo-Moorhead area. There might be five now. And we um, will do competitions like box battles and things like that with the other gyms. I think there's a really good camaraderie between um, all of the boxes up here, at least in, the, in this area. Um, and yeah, I think it's, I don't know. I mean, I think it's pretty good. I did notice one of the things I noticed last year during the open and one of the reasons why I decided to go get my level one and, and wanted to start coaching. Well, there's a couple reasons, but one was that I noticed on the leaderboard on the open, there were hardly any ladies in my age group. Oh, wow. And I thought, wow, that's just not, that's, we need more ladies in my age group doing this. You mean in, in the world or in particular in North Dakota? In North Dakota. In North okay. Dakota. I was just looking at North Dakota and I think it was like five or something. It was crazy okay. low. I was just like, that's not okay. We need more people my age doing this. It's too much. <laughs> does that mean yeah. that you're dom does that mean that you're dominating those women in the open or I wouldn't go that far. But I mean, there's a lot of room. Let's just say there's a lot of room for a lot of competition to come on in. Right on. Um, yeah. on the on the back of that, um, when I, I assume just from that that you're leaderboarding a little bit, are you a fan of the CrossFit Games? And if yes, do you get more invested in the Masters competition or the individuals? I love the Masters, obviously, because I'm very inspired by them. Um, but I love it all. I think it's all fascinating and interesting and um you know when i started crossfit if you you know i, I remember asking because i went through some private training first because i'd never lifted a weight in my life and i remember asking her well how many days a week do people come and work out here and she said oh well people at least you know five or six days a week or i would say a minimum of three days a week and i remember just thinking how insane that was like why would anybody do this to themselves three <laughs> days a week that's so excessive Agreed. Um, yeah but i mean that has obviously changed dramatically and now i just i love it all i can't get enough of it and i want to watch it all i want to see it all so the ones that are doing like the ones at the top they amaze me and i don't know how many hours they must be in a day and i can't even imagine it i think wonder if I would ever put in that many hours who knows right because three years ago I said working out three days a week was crazy but, um, right. yeah they must work out all day to be able to do that I don't know so I've got one final question for you let's just say hopefully there's a bunch of affiliates listening to this and they're like you know what we've been on the fence about starting something like this but I'm a little inspired now we're, we're gonna give it a go you gave a bunch of good information you and you mentioned initially in the program that you thought one of the things that you wouldn't teach was Olympic lifts, but then you decided to incorporate those with the older population as well. Has there, I guess, is there, is everything fair game or is there anything that you do not expose that age group to? I think, again, it goes back to it has a lot less to do with the age group and a lot more to do with the individual. I mean, if a 60-year-old woman is adamant that she doesn't want to pick up a barbell, I'm not going to force her to do it. We're going to find some scaling option that she's comfortable with. 
um, but it's going to be available for anybody and accessible for anybody. And anything can be modified to any level. You know, we can lift that barbell up on boxes. We could do any number of things to make it so they can reach it until they're able to gain the mobility that they need to be able to come down farther um, and pick it up off the ground. So I don't think that there's anything that would be off, off limits. And I know I said that was my last question, but that was a lie. And here's my actual last question. <laughs> if you had a time machine and you could go back with what you know now and the experiences okay. that you have now and talk to that 48-year-old self of yours that was intimidated or scared or hadn't heard of CrossFit, what would your advice be? Um, can I go back farther than sure, that? Please like, if do. I can just <laughs> go back to like my early 20s and say, you know, I don't even know. I, I think I've been too early then. But uh, yeah, I would say get in there and do it. I mean, your, your life is waiting for you and you're not living it. So you need to go and get strong and get healthy and get in there and fun. I mean, it's so much fun. Well said. And for and for someone who's in those shoes right now, who's intimidated and scared and thinks, no way, man, I'm going to walk through a CrossFit gym. I'm going to walk through the threshold and I'll immediately catch on fire and burn to ash. Like, what do you, what do you tell these people that are scared now? I, you know, I feel like, you know, I can't speak for other boxes. I haven't been to that many other boxes. But to me, um, the culture that, that CrossFit has is the most incredibly welcoming culture it's just such a level playing field I mean I never you know I, I I didn't I don't know that I was really scared I just didn't know what I was in for and as soon as I walked in the door and started working out I immediately felt welcome and I immediately felt like I was a part of the group even though I was always like by miles the last one to finish the workout like by miles <laughs> and then they would just cheer me on and wait for me and just be so encouraging and I mean, I had never experienced that in my life in any other arena. So for, for me, um, it was such a great experience. And I think that's what people are missing out on is that not only is it not scary, it's better than not scary because it's so encouraging and so welcoming and um, so accessible, regardless of where you find yourself, that you can come in and do this and you can just get stronger every day. And a year from now, you'll look back and say, holy cow, I don't know how I did that, but I am so glad that I did because now, you know, I'm healthy, I'm strong, I'm fit, I'm able to do all these things that I never thought I could do and I'm excited about. It. Kind Perfect. of a long answer. Perfect. No, Sorry. you nailed it. 100% nailed it. <laughs> Get a little geeky about this topic. <laughs> aren't, we, aren't, we, aren't we all? And the, the only other thing that I would add to it is, for affiliate owners who are hearing this and it all resonates with them, the only one thing that I would add, one of my takeaways that might have slipped under the radar was if you're an affiliate somewhere, also hang a yoga sign on the outside <laughs> of your door. Maybe even like ice cream, pizza, like just put every sign up in the world. Right. People pass through the door sure. and then you got them. You snatch yeah. them like a spider. Um, yeah. Norma, this has been awesome. I'm really, I'm proud of you for your personal accomplishments, but also for the, the cool stuff you guys are doing. And I hope, I hope you continue to riff on the experiment. We'll, we'll follow back up and see how it's going with you. Thanks, guys. This was so much fun. Tell everybody across at Fargo we said hello. Will do. All right. Stay All right. warm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. As always, hit us up at patandrowshow at CrossFit.com if you have questions, concerns, comments, or hopefully amazing. Compliments. 
amazing ideas for future guests. See you guys out on the interwebs.